5 o'clock in pirate country, and it's time to get pumped up with the P-Man. and hit the road. 94.3 The Game is going to get you home, and the P-Man's not holding back. Yes! Yes! Pirates win! Pirates win! Bring on the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. Holy mackerel! Oh, my goodness! The flagship station of the ECU Pirates. You know what I thought, Cookie? What? You I think? thought I I need some ACDC. That's what I thought. Oh, okay. And look at you. You were really thinking that. Uh, one day I was, yeah. Not today, but I was thinking that one day. I thought, boy, it'd be great if Cookie played a little ACDC here. Now you played one of my uh, least favorite, which doesn't mean I don't like it. Least favorite ACDC songs. There's a lot better ones. But hey, that's the, all right. the worst ACDC song is still not bad. Well, right? yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm getting at. I'm just saying you. You probably played the most played out ACDC. Song. Gotcha. Okay. No, I would well, argue okay, that that's Cookie. Back in Black. I, back in Black holds a very special place in my heart, Cookie. Gotcha. So I have to okay. disagree with you. I'll tell you that story one time. That's not for public airwaves. Oh, okay. It's a spicy yeah. story. It's a spicy story. It's a spicy, misbehaving story. Uh, we uh, That is the great Chris Cook here uh, with us today, producing the show. Woo! We'll trigger quick on the button there, weren't you, Ace? Yep. Uh, and uh, look who's in the studio. Joey Football is uh, here today. Our guy Joe Sampson's also hanging out. That can be his. Really? That's how you start this one? He gets the cartoon noise, yeah. It makes it sound like he slipped on a banana peel trying to catch a football is what it sounds like. A bunch of birds floating around my head. Yeah, yeah. Joe, you good? I'm good. No injuries, no nothing. I don't know where the sound came from. Oh, I got, uh, I do have some things I want to ask you about here in a second, but, uh. Uh, but, uh, first, welcome into the show, everybody. It's, it's great to have you with us. We've got, uh, uh, some some things to talk to you about, some developments uh, out there. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty good. Um, a lot, of, uh, Joe. I want to get your reaction to this, but uh, it was reported earlier today, and we'll get it in a minute. But uh, one of the big, I guess, sort of overwhelming stories of the day, and I, I've talked to a couple people about this today who have you know brought it up, and uh, yeah, reactions a little mixed. But I guess Demar Hamlin's been fully cleared to resume football activities now. Doesn't necessarily mean ready to go and play in a game, but I guess to start getting ready to play in a game. Uh, that's according to the Bills GM. So uh, stand by for a uh, just some insight into that, Joey Football. Stand by on that. That's the other. It's one of the big pieces of news. Uh, another piece of uh, business from today, and we're gonna, actually going to talk to uh, Rob Maloney about this, the county athletic director. But uh, the high school athletic association has now gone seven. That's right, seven classifications in a couple of years. So we'll uh, talk to Rob Maloney about that. What does that mean for the local schools? Uh, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later on. I think we're going to do a Hold My Beer today. We're all adults. I'm here. ready. By the way, Cookie, you look different. What What about you is different? What do you mean I look different? To, you just look different to me. I don't know what it is today. Is there something I, about I guess, you that is different? I guess handsome means different, right? <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. 
Cookie's been Cookie's been hard at work. Now, what what is what, is there something about you that is different or no? Oh, did you notice? Well, I I, I don't want to say because I'm not sure. Okay, yes, I've had braces since 2015, folks. 2015. As of today, oh. I'm finally handsome again. I finally no longer have my braces. No, yes, thank Wait. you. It, it's awesome. Yes, thank you, everybody. Okay, I didn't realize you had braces. Do you know what Invisalign is? Yeah. I okay, well, so. if your teeth are really messed up, you have to have attachments on them to even before you put on the like attach like the Invisalign's. Mine were that. So bad. is that what th- is that what this was? That was what that was. Yeah. And sadly, if you drink coffee, they stain really easy the aligners. And oh, you is know, that right? You know how much of a coffee man I am. Right. So I'm sure the right. people at Greenville thought I wasn't taking good care of my teeth, but it was actually the contrary. Uh, okay. Um, no, I, <laughs> I actually had to take a, a quick phone call. Somebody who I would not expect to call me unless it was an emergency called me just how I had to mute my mic, Cookie. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I was, like, I was like, why did that throw you off that hard? No, no, no. Everything's fine. I was hoping you'd draw it out a little more when you saw this, but that's okay. That's fine. Um so I all I, can, all I understood and that you're saying is you got your braces off, which seems, and you said 2015. That seems like a really long time to it's, have braces. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. So how old would you have been in 15? 15. Would have been what, 8? 15. 15? Yep. See, my uh, nephew, Fitzpatrick J, just got braces, and he's 8. Is that the one that has the sound bite, hey, Mr. Big Hen? Yeah, yeah. That's the one that says, hey, okay. Mr. good morning, Mr. Big Hen. Yeah, that's that's the oldest nephew Fitzpatrick J and he's uh he's got braces and he looks like but I didn't get him till I was maybe 13 or 14 does he have the the clear ones or does he have the old school ones no he's got the old school braces uh, like I, I, had. I had those for a little bit I hated those whoa whoa wait a minute whoa 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 back up beep 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 back up okay you you had old school braces also and then I had to switch to Invisalign yes I had some messed Is up there- teeth man was this why was why did you have the switch? Was that like just a cosmetic decision or was it a medical or uh, orthodontal? They decision? just recomm- they said the main problem with mine was like I had a bad underbite and that those are better for like okay controlling your bite. Yeah, your you I, I don't know who your orthodontist is, but he is he might have bought a second house off of you, Cookie. With yeah, all this. maybe. This Maybe. seems this seems very extreme, and le- I mean, you'd have been better off having all your teeth pulled out. It seems like, no, and just replaced no, with did. veneers or something. I'm I'm very happy now. Let's just say that. No, no, I I mean, you, I could tell, but it just this seems like a process. This seems like a journey to me, Cookie. It was. It was. It, hey, isn't everything a journey? Well, th- this really seems like a journey. In this game and we I, call life, it, it's a journey, oh man. <laughs> Chris Cook, philosopher, ladies and gentlemen, uh, here today. Well, you you look great, Cookie. I didn't realize you had braces. Well, thank I, I you. That that, that actually helps my uh, confidence a little bit because I thought everyone I, could tell. I thought you just had bad teeth. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Cookie. I'm joking. I'm joking. That's a joke. I I took it as a joke. Yes. It's just a little little good natured haha, right? Yep. We have those from time to time. Uh, Cookie's got an intriguing hold my beer, which is the only reason why I think we might do this coming up in our uh, second segment of the show today. Uh, the uh, well, let, let's uh, Joey football. You you're, uh, you talk to your, your guy Holt Naylor's any? Yeah, yeah, talked to him uh, earlier today actually. All right, what's he saying? 
Mm. Can you tell us, or is that all privileged information? I, I think he'd be okay with me telling you. Uh, a couple more teams have hit him up, just told him to possibly be ready to hear his name called in those late rounds, starting to move up from the forwards. Is one of them the Green of Bay Packers? I can't confirm. <laughs> ah, <laughs> Uh, but more more just he's been moving up the draft boards between meetings and everything, and I think it was CBS ranked him as one of the top ten quarterbacks in the draft this year, only behind uh, Clayton Toon and Hendon Hooker outside the top five guys that are looking at a first-round evaluation. So right. just huge news for him. Uh, I know CJ was on a couple visits. Keaton just finished up a workout recently with the Falcons, and Ryan Jones was in Charlotte with the Carolina Panthers. So huge news for some ECU guys Good. looking for their chance. I think all four will have a great shot, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, good. Um, what do you think of this Tamar Hamlin news? I, I think it's difficult to look at. I mean, obviously, completely freak situation, extenuating circumstances nobody was expecting. But if the doctors have determined that his heart is healthy enough and he's healthy enough to start these light OTA-type practices, but there's no contact, there's no physical kind of contact between players and shoulder pads, and he's just running and cutting and even moving around in coverages, it's a great opportunity to see if his heart can handle that kind of stress in that situation. There are a lot of people who make way more money than I could possibly think of that are qualified to determine whether or not he is completely cleared, and they'll make that decision now as they get to contact and into true OTAs right. and, and Skelly and all that. But for him to start football activity, which is such a vague term, could be as much as running routes with the parachute on your back or going around doing footwork with some of the other DBs. So it'll be interesting to see how that progresses. I think it's positive. Look at Joey Football with the insight. (laughs) Oh, that's why we have it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, that's why we have uh, Joey Football here. Uh, That's Joe Sampson. That's Cookie. I'm Patrick Johnson. Chris Cook, by the way. Uh, Chad Clayton. You know him by many different names. Chad Clayton? What what was it? It's Chad Carson. Carson. Chad Chad Carson. Carson. I'm sorry. Chad Carson. My bad. That one hurt more than the teeth one, actually. Uh, the other, <laughs> I'm sorry, Cookie. I'm just gonna call you Cookie. The other, uh, that's the only reason I call you Cookie. I can remember that. The, hey, I like I, that know, nickname. All these other na- aliases you had, that's why I call him Joey Football, because if not, I'd be calling him Ben. Um, the other, uh, piece of news today is, uh, I guess the Ravens have offered Lamar Jackson a contract with 200 million guaranteed money. Uh, this was said by Ian Rappaport on McAfee's uh, show. Um, yet to sign a contract with the Ravens was offered a ex- non-exclusive franchise tag to start the uh, season. Uh, what do you think, uh, Joey Football? So it's a lot of money. Yeah, a lot, a lot of my friends have some contacts, and I actually picked an agent's brain about this. Uh, might have been a week or two ago, just on what the non-exclusive franchise tag means. And essentially, he's a restricted free agent as far as the Ravens can offer him any amount of money, and any team can match it at any point to try and like pull him away or give him more money based on the negotiations. But it becomes difficult because he has no agent, so we can't really rely. Right. Like Rappaport could have heard from this guy, who heard from this guy, who heard from his guy that. Lamar went in and asked for $200 million. We We can't really be sure about it. I know they've kind of beefed up their receiving quarter. Well, now, he's, wait a minute. He's saying that the Ravens have offered that. That's what he's saying. Have the Ravens confirmed it is always my first question. Well, I don't know about because that. Because you know it in this business. Anything can be anything. Look at Arson Judge with the Giants and Carlos Correa with the Mets just in baseball free agency alone. 
So I, I'm hesitant to say that there is an actual offer on the table. I think that might have came out after the Jalen Hurts thing to try and save face mm. that they haven't locked up their franchise guy yet. Yep, yep. But it, it's it looks like it's trending more in that direction. They signed OBJ. They're starting to make these improvements. They went and got a new OC. They got Munkin in from Georgia, and they're trying to build more of an offense around him, I think. But personally, I think it's too little too late. I don't think he plays for the Ravens this year. Mm. Hertz is uh, 174 out of the 255 is uh, guaranteed here, so this would be yeah. bigger guaranteed money than uh, than Hertz if true. Uh, and again, I think that's the uh, qualifier for for this. Although Rapoport, I mean, it's not like he's it's not like the the guy who was part of the uh, swimming blog who talked about ACC expansion. <laughs> right, that right. Everybody ran with it. I mean, this is Rapoport, the NFL Network. So, all right, uh, good stuff. Uh, you guys ready for a little hold my beer? You want to do that? Coming back next. Let's do it. I'm ready. All right, let's do it. Uh, we have uh, grievances to air, and we will. We haven't done it in a while. It's Hold My Beer on the PJ Show next. Cookie, you're old, right? You're old enough, right? I mean, yeah, usually people enough. that have braces are teenagers, but, I mean, you're old enough. Right? I'm old enough, yeah. Okay. I don't want to get any older, actually. Yeah, well, it beats the alternative, Cookie. What, getting younger? No, no, no. Oh, uh, I, I, yeah. I, I got you, okay. Yes. Uh, Joey Football, just Sampson, ECU... Uh, Star tight end is uh, here. Uh, That's generous. All right. Uh, do you know the? Uh, do you do you understand the concept of hold my beer? Yeah, I've been here for a couple. Before. Yeah. Oh, have okay. Yeah. All right. Well, give us uh, and and you're you're uh, you're an old guy, right? So this is uh, your your legal drinking age, if if you so chose, right? I am. Okay. All right. Uh, well, then uh, we can do a hold my beer with you. So go ahead. What is your hold my beer? Hold my beer. The MLB pitch clock is shortening games and stunting beer sales at stadiums, and I think it's perfectly on topic. Most teams stop selling beer at the end of the seventh inning, but with the games now being 30 minutes shorter at least by average, team sales in beer have plummeted by 40%. Now, the Brewers are the most recent to now up the limit for they can now sell through the eighth inning, but it brought the question up on Twitter, actually, I saw it where it was, at what point do the MLB teams have to stop policing the fans and allow them to come in earlier to sober up later? Interesting. Come in early? Like, come into the game, like, mm-hmm. come into BP earlier? Why yeah. don't you do that? So instead of tailgating, imagine. they would still get their beer sales in the front half of it instead yeah, of trying to do it I think they'd rather the tailgate. I think the fans oh, would rather tailgate. I think the fans, absolutely, but I'm just telling you what I think is going to come here after it with the new pitch clock and shorter games. I don't know, I don't know if you would sell that many more beers before the game. I don't think you would. To make that, to make up 40%, if that number is indeed true, I'm not, doubting what you're saying i'm just that's a big number it's a very large number i think that's Whoa. why it's going to get attention yeah no that's a good point. look at that look at cookie how about our guy joey football very analytical he knows his stuff uh, yeah his li- he was right. here for another hold my beer and he like had a what was it like a 10 minute rain about nascar <laughs> about or something NASCAR. yeah yeah about the Coliseum i must not have clash. been here that day i don't remember that no i don't think i was that was that a ben hosting day he did hold my beer yeah he, uh-huh. uh, he hijacked the segment and took it for his own yeah there you go boy, Ben. Taught him right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I'll go with my hold my beer cookie because I want to save yours for last in case, uh, just to give you plenty of time to hash this out because okay. I don't want to get sued. Um, so uh, let's see. I, I, I'm going to go a little Draymond Green. Hold my beer, Draymond Green. He shouldn't play next game of this uh, Golden State Memphis series. He shouldn't play. He should be suspended because he stepped on uh, Sabonis. Let's let's clear this up. He stomped, stomped on him. Stomped. He stomped on him. It looks ruthless. Now, 
And and I w- I have no problem with the stomp. I was there for the Leitner stomp on the Kentucky kid. Huh. I'm here for that. But um, I actually I kind of respect this game a little, Cookie. I think you would too. Draymond Green's now blaming uh, Sabonis for his ankle problem after oh, stomping wow. on him. Spin doctor. Yeah, that's a little bit of what that is. Yeah. So it's Draymond Green should be suspended. That's a very first takey kind of uh, take for me. I bet you boys didn't see that coming. No, I didn't see that coming. I was, I was not expecting yeah. that. Yeah, a little first takey. I was uh, thinking you would be take. like, well, back in my day, I remember they used to beat the crap out of everybody, and just Jordan got hard fouled with an elbow. Well, no, that did happen, guys. I mean, I you are correct about that, and, and that's why that was real man's basketball, not this uh, uh, fluff they're playing now. But, yes, that was man's basketball back then, real men's basketball. Real players basketball back then. All right, uh, good. No, I actually hated the eighty, like the eighty six seventy nine playoff games. Oh, they were just brutal to watch. Uh, all right, Cookie, be tread lightly, Cookie. Okay, I will tread lightly. So uh, my apartment complex. No, no, uh, Cookie, start it off. What do you mean? You gotta say this, the, the thing, Cookie. Say the thing. Hold, hold my beer. Okay, you, okay. This really grinds my gears. Get ready to hold my no, beer. No, no, no. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Then I don't know what you you're just gotta about. say. Hold my beer and then go into it. That's the point of the okay. Segment. Hold my beer. My apartment complex. Uh, makes you pay a fee for. Um, having a pet, right? Understandable. Well, yeah. Understandable. Yeah, that's, totally understandable. That's that's a, that's that's a, well, that's proper procedure, I think. Yes. Okay. So my roommate has a very lovely dog. His name's Vitus. Big old like Chow. You know what I mean? Oh. Half bulldog, yeah. half pit bull. He's he's such oh, a cool wow. dog. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and he paid for him with the uh the management to have him there, filled out all the necessary paperwork. They actually changed he, management. He paid the fee. He paid the, he fee. Paid the oh, fee. Oh yeah. Okay. They right. changed management and okay. somehow lost a lot of like documents or like info and stuff about like who like did what or whatnot. And uh, they noticed that Vitus was in our apartment and are finding him for uh, not paying his pet fees and uh, saying that the dog needs to leave. And I don't know. That grinds my gears. They they want to kick the dog they out. They want to kick my boy out. Yeah. Oh, you, the dog, not the your dog. Yeah, buddy, no, the dog. Roommate. Yeah. Okay, well, let me ask you something. Okay. Maybe I'm maybe I'm a little thick in the head, Cookie. I've been accused of that before. Okay. Can't can't you just say the dog has been here all along, and we are happy to provide documentation of this? So in other words, isn't there a copy of the lease or the copy of this agreement that you all have? Because you should have that. The, yeah, we should. But the change in management just stuff kind of got lost around. You know what I mean? It's just not that simple. How does their how does their change affect your paperwork? You always get a copy uh, of because something. most apartment complexes use like a resident portal or like you know an app oh. where you yeah yeah see what I mean yeah they change see, it that's over. A, that, that's another back in my day uh, thing from renting. Everything was in paper paperwork. Not like that so anymore. So their website got ooh that's not good. Yep. Hey okay. wait a minute whoa, whoa wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute does he have how did he pay for it? Uh, on the old site. But I mean, he did he use, he used a card, right? Correct. Couldn't he go and get a copy of his bank statement showing, hey, I've already paid this? I don't know what's going to happen because this literally just happened. Like he was at work and he was like, when I get off work, I'm going to see what's going on. So this is like an ongoing thing. Why? Well, so ooh, this could be updated. Yeah, this, this could, could be, be updated. Uh, yeah. 
So we we could have uh, we we could have breaking news maybe even before we leave the air on we how could, this. we could have some breaking news. Oh yeah. yeah. Everyone, a little breaking news for you. If we do, you tell me, and I'll make sure that we uh, play the breaking news sound. Sounds good. If it if it if it happens during the course of the program here before we wrap up business today. Sounds good. If, Cookie, this you, you take a screenshot. Do something, Cookie. You gotta have you gotta have evidence. You no, you're right. You are right. But if he go, but I, I think what they're they're doing you guys dirty. I do I do I, think, I think so too. Yeah, especially if uh, you all have paid for this. But I think if he goes and shows where, finds his bank or credit card statement, and says, "Hey, look where I paid this," then, then it should that be would all right. Convincing yeah. evidence. Well, well, well it should be some evidence. My yeah. man, my man's can't be homeless out here. Free my boy. He's twelve years old, man. Oh, he's an older. Yeah, dog he's too. A, he's uh, an old hound. Yeah. Why are they trying to be? Hard on the old dog. I bet everybody loves the old dog. I oh, bet we the old love dog's him, yeah. popular. He, he loves sleeping and chilling. And, yeah. yeah. He doesn't bother anybody. He doesn't bother though. anybody, yeah. Cookie, could well, you I get could, him could... as a service dog? Oh, that's a Ooh. good question. That's a good question, look, actually. Look at Joe. Joe, I think you're missing your calling. He's you got the insight. A lawyer. Yeah. He's like a, he should be a litigator. Joe. Way too much paperwork. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> But I like that idea. That's there's your there's another out right there, Cookie. We'll see. It's an out. We'll see. Yeah. Say, hey, dude, it's my service dog. I've been dropping on my head too many times when I was in wrestling. <laughs> I gotta have, I gotta have the comfort of this service animal. I mean, right? Yeah, you would think so. Yeah. Uh, you were traumatized. You had ba- braces for 17 years. Ah, uh, that's a stretch. But yeah, it was a while. <laughs> it was a it was a good while. Most people, uh, that's that's almost a decade. All right. Well, Cookie, I wish you luck. Well, thank you. I wish you and your roommate and uh, your, uh, what's the dog's name again? Vitus, like the beer. Vitus. Oh, okay. Oh, well, there you go. The tie-in to hold my Oh, yeah, right? right? I didn't even pick up on that. Let's not free Vitus. Let's keep Vitus. Keep Vitus. Hashtag keep Vitus. Hashtag keep Vitus. Let's uh, let's start the hashtag keep Vitus. I think that should be what we do. All right, are, can, are you are you feeling well enough to give an update? I mean, I, know I am. Is, yes. This, I mean, I, I really know how much you love this dog, and I know it's probably uh, tough for you to have to deal with this. So, I got it off your chest. I'm perfectly fine to do an update. Yes. Okay. Well, this is Crick, Chris Cook, Cookie. He has a 94-3 the game update, and then uh, Rob Maloney will be joining us, uh, and uh, some interesting things to talk about with. Uh, Rob, uh, because they have uh, decided to go seven classifications in uh, football, uh, or in all sports, actually, in the state of North Carolina. All right, uh, a couple years away, so we'll get all those deets from Rob, but right now, here's Cookie. The Hurricanes went on to defeat the New York Islanders 2-1 to in Game 1 at PNC Arena. Both Carolina goals were assisted by Brett Burns and Martin Nachase. Islanders defenseman Ryan Pollock netted New York's lone goal of the game in a losing effort. The Canes will host the Isles again on Wednesday night for Game 2. Hurricanes defenseman Brett Burns talks about playing playoff hockey. It's great. That's, that's Every guy plays for that just to have a chance. And, um, yeah, you can really feel it. You know, the last couple of days, a little break there, and it's uh, it's a fun time. 
The Wolfpack men's basketball team is adding a proven playmaker to the roster. Former Arizona State guard DJ Horn has announced his commitment to NC State following stints with the Sun Devils and Illinois State over the last four years. The Raleigh native averaged 12.5 points, 3.4 rebounds, and 2.4 assists in 34 starts at ASU this past season. NC State's women's hoops team is losing its leading scorer to the transfer portal. Diamond Johnson has entered the portal after two seasons with the Wolfpack. The guard scored a team high of 12.3 points per game last season, but missed the final month of the season with an ankle injury. NC State has already lost forward Jakia Brown-Turner to Maryland and center Camille Hobby to Illinois this offseason. In some NFL news, DeMar Hamlin has officially been cleared to return to football activities and announced over social media that he does intend to return to football. The Chiefs have added quarterback, have added quarterback Blaine Gabbert as a backup to Patrick Mahomes. And finally, the Steelers are said to trade for Rams wide receiver Allen Robinson, sources told Adam Schefter earlier today. They'll do it for your 94.3 The Game Sports Update. This sports update is brought to you by Team Boneyard, an NIO initiative directly supporting Pirate student-athletes. For info on how to donate, please visit teamboneyard.org. More of the Patrick Johnson Show with an interview with Rob Maloney on the other side of this quick timeout, right here on 94.3 The Game. Earlier today, it was voted on by the principals all across the state of North Carolina who are members of the High School Athletic Association. They've put out a plan to expand the number of athletic classifications. Uh, principals returned more than three-fourths of the vote in favor of the amendment. And the administrators received this information this morning. We are going to uh, our trusted source for reaction to this, uh, Rob Maloney, Pitt County Schools Director of Athletics. Coach Maloney, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. And, uh Thankful to be here. Thankful to be here, and I appreciate you having me, Patrick. Always great to talk to you, and I enjoyed uh, listening to you on uh, the radio broadcast of the women's basketball this year. That was fun, especially that Houston game. That was something. That was something else. I, I've never seen a game and experienced it uh, from the outside like that. You know, just the, the Lady Vic- or Lady Pirates. I mean, you told my time at Conley there going Vikings. But <laughs> the uh, Pirates and, and Coach McNeil, what they did was just amazing. That Houston team was so athletic, so strong. Uh, but I, I'll tell you, it's exciting. Coach McNeil's really building something over there for all the Pirate fans to be excited about. And, and thank goodness for uh, Scott Rogers. He kept me going. So it was a lot of fun. <laughs> he might have shared some of his uh, Mountain Dew with you or something. That, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> keep you caffeined up for the triple overtime extravaganza. Uh, one other thing well, I want to I want to say that's ECU related before we, we get going into this, and it's about somebody you know very well, but this kind of leaped to mind when you said Vikings. But obviously we're all paying attention to what uh, could happen with Holton Naylor. So you know Holton quite well, and uh, I think if there's anybody who – is determined to, uh, you know, prove what they can do. It's been him, and, and I hope it pays off, and I think it may pay off for him. I, I agree with you, and you're hearing the rumors where he was originally talked about, you know, maybe having a free agent contract and maybe maybe a seventh round. Now the rumors are that he's rising and maybe upwards of fifth round, even fourth round. Uh, I've heard, you know, many credible sources saying that Buffalo is very interested because of his style of play and being similar to a Josh Allen in build. Um, you know, obviously Holden is a very athletic quarterback and a heady quarterback. And in my mind, just having, having coached him a short while I did, I just can't imagine anybody, any program or any, uh, organization turning him away because 
there is nobody with a, a better work ethic than he has. He's going to come. He's going to be coachable. Uh, and just the work ethic. He is that prototypical guy that is the first one in and the last to leave. So I'm very excited about, about his future. Well, uh, I think we all are and, uh, we'll, we'll know a little more, um, next week. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, it's, it's almost here. Yeah, it really is. Uh, Rob Maloney is with us here. Uh, was at Conley for a number of years, the AD and coach at that school, now the Pitt County AD. Uh, first year on the job for uh, Ron Butler. I do want to get into the classification vote from earlier today, uh, but how has the job gone here in kind of officially year one? Uh, it's been wonderful. Uh, Ron Ron did a, a very good job of preparing you know preparing me for the position, and he left it in great shape. And can't say enough about our athletic leaders in Pitt County, both on the high school level and the middle school uh, level. They've all been very uh, uh, very good to me in, in receiving me and. Uh, giving me a, a lot of help along the way, as have the principals and the administrators uh, here at Central Office. So very excited uh, about finishing up the first year and looking forward to year two. There's going to be a lot of improvements, and uh, just we'll continue to build on what Ron established here. It's an exciting time. Yeah, uh, well, we, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll be, uh, I'm sure, talking to you because there's always sure. uh, there's never a lack of something. To, to talk about or that's going on. Um, hey, uh, coach, let's let's talk about this. So now it goes from four classifications. Uh, it seemed like the high school athletic association itself wanted more than four, but there was not. It wasn't that it was voted down. There just wasn't a whole lot of participation towards it, and it seemed like there was maybe a maybe an effort to kind of whip up the votes this time to be able to get yeah. enough ballots in to, for this to pass. The association really sticks to their bylaws, and uh, a lot of people may not be aware, but we've been in the four classification system since literally 1969, 1970. And um, throughout, you know, through the years following the bylaws, we've had different issues that have come up where we've had to have a vote. And, and, and folks don't understand, I think the ADs uh, vote, but actually the principal is the voting authority at each member's school. And so what has happened in the past, uh, years ago, we had a, a big vote when the issue was the uh, couple of our private schools that are playing public school ball, the Cardinal Gibbons, the Bishop McGinnis's of the year, of the world. Um, okay. There was a push to have those schools taken out of the association, and that's a good example. So there was a big vote that went on very similar to what we just did. But for a lot of the principals in North Carolina, say in the western part of the state or the far eastern part, that maybe never ran into those schools, they didn't vote. And so if your school does not vote, that counts as a no vote. At that time, the the vote of the voting members was very strong in favor uh, one way. But because so many schools did not vote, it just it never went because they Again, the absentee vote turns into a no vote. Well, we go up to this current issue of the classifications and realignment, and you're exactly right, Patrick. There was a large push statewide. Um, you know, communication so much better as well in social media. So there was a strong push not only from the North Carolina High School Athletic Association to vote, and I, and I will say this, they did not try to urge you to vote one way or the other. They just well, they wanted, wanted you to participate, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want you to participate. They want your voice heard, regardless of which side you, you vote for. And uh, so we we did a really good job. I'll tell you what else happened. A number 
of our coaches associations, the North Carolina Basketball Coaches Association, North Carolina Football Coaches Association, baseball, you name it, they got on this as well and really pushed their membership. So principals were showing up to school on Monday and they were getting bombarded by their coaches and their athletic directors. So um, very happy, very pleased that this vote went through. Uh, I'm not seeing this in the article in front of me, and I, I have seen it, but this starts when, Rob? Forgive me for not knowing. I've read it, but I just don't have it in front of me on the screen here. Oh, no, no, that's perfectly fine. This will be in the fall of 2025. Okay, so yeah, going to that, So it would be two. We're a couple years away from this, I guess. That's right. You're exactly okay. right. Yeah, about two years. Yep. Okay, so uh, Rob Maloney, Pitt County School Athletic Director, uh, is with us here. Uh, the High School Athletic Association uh, had put out a plan to expand the number of athletic classifications. Uh, it was voted in favor of, and uh, that is where we're headed in a couple of years. Uh, the as as far as right now, it's, is it what, what's the number per classification right now? The numbers are are rather large. Uh, you know, you're talking right now in the new realignment. You're looking at having you know classifications of 64. So, okay, that's where the 64 uh, look, comes in then. Okay, yeah, that that's good. Yeah, that would be a cap of 64. But now, like you look currently. Like in the 2A division alone, you have, uh, gosh, 106 schools. Yeah. Overall. Now, and that, that's counting east and west. Right. So statewide. When yeah. you go to the new classification, you know, you have 64, so you'd have 32 in the east and 32 in the west. So it makes a huge difference. Let me, let me put it to you in this perspective. Um, this just recently in the basketball state championship, all right, in 4A ball, this, this will let you see how big a deal this is. In 4A basketball, Myers Park represented the western part of the state. Mm-hmm. They have an enrollment of 3,720. To put it in perspective, Pitt County Schools' only 4A member is D.H. Conley. Mm-hmm. If D.H. Conley had played Myers Park, they have an enrollment of 1,690. So 1,690 mm-hmm. versus 3,720. You could combine D.H. Conley and rose high and still still do not reach (laughs) right that puts it in perspective so this new realignment is going to make it's going to really make things a lot more competitive and it's going to match up schools in a better way of size uh will the tournament tournaments be open uh, state tournaments per classification is that the is it an open tournament with this format no, no. What it will be, it, it'll be by class again. And we, I don't know if you, if I understand your your question about. It being well, in open. other words, sixty four um, schools per per uh, classification. Would all sixty four right. schools be able to participate in, in a state tournament, in, as opposed to qualifying, like is the system now? Oh, I, I follow. You. I follow. You. No, they will have to qualify, and and part of this too is is the push. And this has not, you know, we don't know officially yet if this is going to occur or not. But there's a push to make your um, private schools, your parochial schools, mm-hmm. and your charter schools to play up a division as well. And okay. so that's going to have an impact as, as, yeah. as we go. Now, um, one question I get from a lot of people is, will this do away with our combination leagues? Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I, I do not see that changing. I, I think that we will still be living in a world of combination uh, conferences and it, then and, and, and Rob explain that to people when they hear. I mean, you and I get it. And I think a lot of our listeners do. But I mean, you know, if you if you're yeah, uh, maybe not uh, you know fully aware what we mean by that. What do you mean well, by or, for, or a split for example, league? Yeah, right. Yeah, split league. So 
for example, here locally, uh, uh, Jay Trose, South Central, and D.H. Conley High School are in the Big Carolina 3A, 4A. And the reason that is, is in the eastern part of the state, there are very few 4A schools. You have one in Greenville, one in Newburn, and then the closest 4A schools are either in Wilmington or in Raleigh. So obviously, we don't want to be on buses going to Wilmington and Raleigh, you know, every night of the week. So what the state has to do is they'll, they'll, you know, combine like sizes as best as possible and have the 3A, 4A, you know, kind of division. So that's why locally we have a combination of Newbern and Conley are the only two 4A teams in that league. And then they play, you know, with South Central being a 3A, Rose being a 3A, um, and so forth, Havelock as well. Uh, that is going to continue. Um, if you were, like right now, one of the trusted websites, highschoolot.com, and they made a projection using the seven-class system. And right now, they would have in the 2A uh, level, Aiden Griffin, mm-hmm. while Farmville and North Pitt would actually be 3A schools. Mm-hmm. And this is in the new realignment now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's this is all potential. So I don't see, again, I can still see Aiden Griffin being in the same conference with those schools, with Farmville, with North Pitt, with Washington, in a combination league. It seems like in the postseason, this would really cut down on the travel, though. I, I, I agree with you. And, again, when, when you look at the projections, and this is going to change by 2025. Uh, you know, where Aiden Griffin, like I said, is, is currently listed as a 2A school, if you look at the numbers, they're the second largest 2A school in that division. And so they could easily bump up back up to 3A. And if, if you ride through Aiden right now and you see all the building going on, it <laughs> right. wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Um, they're getting ready to go through a growth boom. Uh, but nonetheless, I agree with you. I think regionally in the playoffs, it'll be a much better format. Travel will be cut down, less time on the road, which academically is always better and financially. Got a lot of things to talk about uh, with Rob Maloney, so stay with us. We're going to have more on the other side, including uh, the officiating situation, the crisis. I know some games have had to be moved. Uh, how is that working itself out, or is it? and uh, some other things that are germane to your child if they are an athlete in Pitt County Schools, no matter what the sport, on the other side of this timeout. And now, the stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P-Man here on 94.3 The Game. Pitt County Schools Director of Athletics Rob Maloney is with us. A couple other things, Rob, I wanted to ask you about. There's always a need for uh, athletic trainers, and uh, that's, I mean, it's a mandate to have athletic trainers at all games. Uh, I know schools aspire to have uh, someone with some athletic training at, at, at practices, particularly something like football, if they can. Um, you know, how how is that challenge being dealt with, uh, you know, countywide right now? Yeah, and, and that was a key word, challenge. It, it is we're very fortunate at all six of our high schools, we have certified athletic trainers. Um, and, and we are very blessed because there's been very little turnover. But at the same time, you, you realize on the horizon, some of these folks will start moving into other professions or, you know, into other growing opportunities. And so the hard piece for us, Patrick, is finding that ability to, to have credible sources of, uh, interested future employees. We, we lived for a long time here in Eastern North Carolina where East Carolina University had a sports medicine program. And years ago, uh, they did away with the undergraduate program. Right, and right. then recently, 
there, now there's not even a graduate program. Hmm. And that was always the hotbed for the local schools to be able to try to, to plug. Well, it we're, worked we're out well fortunate. for the students, too. I mean, the people that were in those programs, it was great for them. Oh, it was wonderful because when they were undergraduates, they came out and they interned with our trainers. So we looked like we had a staff of, of trainers out there. And it was just it was a win-win for everybody. And then unfortunately, when, when East Carolina had to get rid of the graduate program, uh, now that has put us kind of on an island here. Uh, again, knock on wood, we're lucky. We have all six high schools uh, filled up with, with great trainers right now. But the piece is, is we know that here in the future, we will probably start to lose you know, and have some turnover. I'm very fortunate to work hand-in-hand with Dr. Sharon Rogers at East Carolina, who's an expert in the field. And she does a wonderful job helping us with Pitt County Schools and trying to recruit, trying to find uh, qualified individuals from outside of our area, you know, when that does occur. Um, we still, you know, again, I'm lucky right now because we haven't had to do a lot of that at this point. But it's it's coming. It's on the horizon, as I said. Um, the other piece of this, Patrick, is we have quite a few middle school offerings. And we would love to be able to have trainers that could, could work with the middle schools. Now, they don't have the requirements that the high schools do, but in a perfect world, uh, we would love to have that coverage. And the hard piece, again, it comes back to funding, uh, you know, having the money to be able to, to have additional positions. At the current moment, it doesn't look like we're going to have that ability, you know, the next school year to add more trainers. Mm-hmm. Right now, we're going to be able to maintain the six that we have. Um, I'm crossing my fingers, though, and I do hope that maybe down the road we'll be able to add multiple trainers in addition to what we have at our six high schools. And let me put it in perspective. For example, this past fall, we ran into a situation where uh, we had a local, one of our trainers had an allergic reaction, mm-hmm. could not work a football game. Well, usually what we do is we'll just kind of sub them around. Well, at the same time, we had someone with COVID. Oh, and wow. I was I was really thinking we were going to have to cancel a football game because we had no we had no coverage. But luckily for me, Mother Nature took care of it with thunderstorms. And and I just I, I got very lucky as the county A.D. Uh, but nonetheless, that gives you an idea, even though we have these great trainers at each high school, you know, you're you're not far from having some trouble because if something happens to one, not having a sub that can go in there right away. Uh, Rob Baloney is with us here. Uh, last thing for you. I know this was uh, a challenge during the fall and winter sports season that is officiating. I, I, I do not know uh, what it has been like for uh, the, uh, the spring season. And when I say a challenge and I'm talking about officiating, I'm not talking about the ability of the officials. Some people might uh, <laughs> debate that. But uh, availability of uh, right. umpires and officials and referees. Uh, where where are we now on that? And then, I mean, I know there are PSAs and solutions, but I mean, what are the real world solutions to get this, uh, to get that group of people, uh, that number up, but also younger? Well, I think if you ask officials, they're going first thing they're going to tell you. You go hear two things. You go hear conduct of fans and and coaches, and then you go hear pay. And uh, the high school athletic association did make an adjustment in the middle of the winter uh, to the pay for officials. So so that has helped in itself. So you can check that box. And now what we've got to do a better job at, at all of our facilities is having our administrators there and having our athletic directors and have them involved with the fan behavior piece. Um, 
as as you know and as I know, we see on social media all the time the conduct of not only fans, but you know, not to bring any situations up, uh, but <laughs> even students right yeah. now in in some of our schools in Eastern North Carolina that are acting, you know, um, uh, out of what we would call the norm. And uh, so we've we've got to do a really good job of making all of our facilities safe environments that are conducive to you know people wanting to be there and work. It's a hard job to be an official, and and Lord, I I had my times where I wrote them. I know I did, but they do a wonderful job. Uh, they're definitely not getting rich doing it. Some of my best friends are officials. Um, I will say this: locally, it is leveled off on the high school level. I, I haven't really had to worry about moving any games around. In middle school baseball and softball in Pitt County, we have had to have a couple of uh, events this year where we've altered schedules where a group of umpires would work a game, a 3.30 softball game, and then turn around, and that same group of umpires have to go up to the baseball field and officiate a 5 o'clock baseball game. So we've had that in middle school, high school right now. We're, like I said, we're pretty level at this point. Uh, sounds good. Thank you, Rob. Great stuff. Uh, great to have Rob Maloney on, one of the real good guys. Uh, appreciate him coming on and shedding some light uh, on that. And that's all important stuff. If you've got a kid in middle school or uh, high school or in athletics, that, uh, that last stuff we talked about certainly affects them. And, and what could be coming up uh, in a couple of years could affect them as well as far as classification uh, they would be playing in. Uh, all right. Uh, whoa, wait a minute here. Here we go. Everyone, a little breaking news for you. We have a resolution cookie to uh, – what, what was the hashtag again? What was hashtag, hashtag keep – not free Vitus. Hashtag keep Vitus because they're, they're trying keep to – They're trying to free Vitus. We're trying to keep him. Uh, my yeah. roommate uh, confronted the front office, and they found record of him. His full name is Vitus Lopez, the dog, and they said he can stay. Your roommate – no, his, his, name, his, full, his, his legal name was in the computer, yes. That's all's well that ends well. So my boy gets to stay. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. That's amazing. Yeah, they, they, couldn't kick, they couldn't keep the old man down. All right. Again, another call that came in that was bizarre, Cookie, that it was like an emergency. People just will not leave you alone today, will they? God, they will not today. This has been the word. Cookie, I, I thought I had a meeting yesterday. And I found out an hour before it was today, and Oof. I thought it was tomorrow. That would ruin and not yesterday, but tomorrow. That would ruin my entire day, actually. Oh, look at Cookie going out with a little T-Rex. Did you? Oh, you like it? Audible? I I just added this I today, actually. Oh yeah, okay. Little Audible by you, Cookie. How about that? Well, look, uh, keep Vitus. Hashtag keep Vitus. Hashtag keep Vitus. Work because. Vitus is staying in hey, they, apartment. The place hurt us, and they were like, oh, we can't do this. No, we can't be the bad guys. All right, uh, thanks to Cookie, thanks to uh, Joe, and thanks to Rob Maloney. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. Get you ready for ECU and Charlotte on the Diamond. See you in the morning on Talk of the Town. I'll be in for the Big Hen, and uh, we'll catch you back here at 5 on the Patrick Johnson Show. Thank you. Thank you.